Hi, I am Amanda Nilsson and I am the founder of the Inspired Reality Podcast. And today I'm here with my guest, my boyfriend, Chefko Chavalic. Hello everybody, my name is Chefko Chavalic. Yeah. You might recognize me from the first beautiful episode. Yeah, thank you for being on the last <laughs> and first episode. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> and in the last episode you speak about your story when you leave the military here in Sweden. Yes, I did. Yeah, and today I would like to go a little bit deeper inside of this story. Yes. But before we are talking about that, I want to tell our listener about the time when we met each other and how we ended up together. It's a really funny story because it begins back in the 2017. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? 2017, yes. of course. Uh, we first met officially back in 2017 when um, when I had um, like break. a break. It, it's called permission in Swedish. I don't know really know the English word, but I had a short break from the military over the weekend. We have that uh, every second week yes. for two days. Yeah, and um, so my friends... And sister. And sister, yeah, primarily my sister. She wanted to like surprise me with a surprise party yes. when I came home. And um, at the party, I met you. Yeah, yeah, I was here with my friend because your sister invited us. Yeah. And that was uh, interesting because I didn't knew who you were, but I knew about your friend. Yeah. Because she went to my school since uh, we were young. Yeah. And yeah, so all of my friends were there and uh, you, of course. But uh, also my ex. Yeah. She was there, definitely. <laughs> and she made sure that I didn't make eye contact with either of you because if I did then she'd like slap me on the fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, it it is a strange night because we it was fun. a strange yeah. night we had fun we drank a lot of alcohol and just partied and then uh, someone knocked on the door hmm at your Ooh. mother's uh, apartment. Yes, and who was that person? Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my friend, we walked out to open the door. Mm -hmm. You and uh, all the other people were in the kitchen. So when we opened, there was a man. An old man who was drunk. Mm -hmm. And this man was your ex. Father. Yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, he, yes, and he was very drunk, as I said. And um, he wanted to get her, uh, get her. <laughs> yeah, he wanted he, to bring her home. Yeah, because she didn't really. He didn't really like me. He didn't like me. He was very racist. Yeah. Uh, so he wanted to pick her up, and uh, of course, he didn't. Uh, drive so his uh, her exes now her ex drove her father and her father loves him yeah. so they came together 
and her ex still was very infatuated with her so he really wanted to get her back yeah. badly and so they both came to my mother's apartment to bring her back home but she resisted heavily yes. and her father was very aggressive yeah uh, as i said me and my friend opened the door and uh, when we said that he couldn't go inside of her of your mother's apartment mm. he started to call me a hoe yeah <laughs> a hoe because i said you can't go in here because you don't have any right yeah to do so exactly and um, then he were uh, very aggressive and then i went into your room i don't really know what happened next but then he rushed into the apartment and looked look after me and said, I'm going to call your parents and say what you are doing. You are at a party and you are not in a good age to be at a party. <laughs> and I said to him, if you are going to call my parents, then you should say that you call me a hoe. And then he run out of the apartment and your ex was still here she didn't go with him no the funny thing was that he said that he had permission from the neighbors yeah to, to go go to inside. inside and i was like bro get the fuck out of here or i will call the police yeah. and you won't want me to do that no so uh, he was like move step away and i, I was like don't go any further or I will do, I will, uh, would uh, become truly aggressive. Yeah. So yeah, eventually he left. He took a while. He was screaming a lot and the neighbors were alarmed and uh, oh man, the, the night was terrible, truly. Yeah, but after this evening, yeah. this day, we didn't meet until uh, some month after some month after yeah yeah the next year right yeah after uh, i i we broke up me and my ex we yeah. broke up on new year's eve and and we met when you were on a date with one of my friends yeah the funniest thing was that if it was a date yeah. then i was on a date with like five boys five boys four or five boys i the best can't date really ever remember but it was a very very strange night i was such a great friend i tried to yeah. to uh, to help my friends to go on a date with girls because they didn't have the skills to do so so they leaned heavily on me yeah so um do you want to speak about that or do you want me to i, I could talk okay. about it do it uh yeah we were at uh, one of those boys um beach house yeah beach house and later that night you said that you could draw me me home yeah and we thought that your friend were going with us so i sat in the back uh, seat. the back seat yeah. yeah and waiting for him but he didn't show up no he he his friend had his car. car yeah his he has his volkswagen right beside my volvo 
and uh, and uh, yeah so I was looking at him like man get the fuck out of your friend's car and sit with the girl you were on a date with yeah what the fuck are you doing right <laughs> you know he always cockblocked himself right so uh, he always leaned on me to wingman him but it always ends up with me doing all the work and the girls starting to like me. Yeah. And eventually you, you like me. <laughs> so he's lost. But nonetheless, I said to you, he doesn't seem to want to get into this car. So sit in, in the front seat instead, front passenger seat. So you did. And, and uh, on the way home. You were speaking about you and your girlfriend. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you had... Me and my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, all night. All night. All night. And Until eventually I I get mad at you because... Yeah, you did. Who the hell are you? You are single and you don't have a girlfriend. I thought that I ha still had because I still uh, had a grip on like, oh, my past. She, yeah. I got a girlfriend, you know, I didn't want to leave that past. And you accept didn't it. accept it. No, I did not accept it because I never had a girlfriend and I clinged on that past because it felt like I was someone. Yeah. But I was still in the military, you know, because I don't, didn't want to accept that I was single, all alone, basically, and that I fucking left the military because that shit hurt the fuck out of me. And uh, I did not want to accept that. No. So I still believe that I had a girlfriend and I was still in the military. Yeah. Or that I had <laughs> finished it at least. So you said, come on, let's go for a drive. For a drive, yeah. Yeah, and it, we ended up going for a drive for like several hours. Yeah, into the night. Yeah, and we talked a lot. A lot of shit. Yes, <laughs> I, I was very vulnerable with you. I opened up about myself and my experience with my ex the same year because I thought that maybe it would help you to hear that you are not alone. You are not alone being with someone that cheats on you. Yeah. And then you left me at home and we didn't see each other until like a year after. So a year went yeah. through and uh, I was at a party with your friends yeah, and I wasn't there. Yeah, you were. Not, I, you I were had, with them. I had been on a lot of parties with your old friends. Without me because yeah. we, because m me and my past friends at that time we didn't speak f uh, for a long time so I came in, into the picture a bit later. Yeah. Continue. And then a night when I came to the party, mm. then you were there. Yeah, one, one of the parties. you were so happy to see me. You were like, oh my God, yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah. Oh my God, it's <laughs> yeah. so great to see you. And we didn't it talk. strange. We didn't talk a lot until uh, you started to lap dance on one of your friends yeah one of my guy friends <laughs> and he hashtag said no homo hashtag full homo it's okay <laughs> and he said to you go and do it on amanda yeah he was really disturbed he didn't see the funness in that so he said yeah give amanda lap dance i was like hey because i was the life of the party i felt like everyone sat <laughs> down and were really boring i was at at the dance floor 
And uh, keep in mind that the party was not that big. It was probably like seven people yeah. in total. And the, and the boathouse was... It's, it's pretty big. But it felt that I had to like fill out the energy. Yeah. So I gave him a lap dance to really irritate him, to really get up and dance, to be a bit different, strange, you know, fun. He was my best friend since uh, little. And um, he didn't like that. So he said, give Amanda lap, Amanda lap dance. And so I did. Yeah, and then we ended up together. So fucking strange. Yeah, we were like, wow. <laughs> I gave you a lap dance. Yeah, we were like, ah, I want you. It. And then we continued to see each other on those parties every weekend. Yeah. And eventually we started to hang out outside mm. of the parties mm. every single night. I was like, oh, I'm going out for a walk with my dog. Do you want to hang with me? Yeah. And uh, I didn't really dare to say, I want to hang with you. And I, li I knew that you liked dogs. So... I tried the old dog trick and it seems to work because you and me are together now, three years later, and it's <laughs> incredible. This story is just like incredible. It's a bit different here. And uh, disclaimer, I uh, did not just jump on you and gave you a lap dance without your consent. Nee. I saw it on your face, but I also waited on your approval. Yeah. So that it doesn't seem like I was trying to rape you or something, you know? No, no, no. Doing something not. you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I gave you a lap dance and yeah. that's where the beautiful spark began. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Isn't it? It is. It's strange how how little the, this wor world is. Definitely. So that's our story. That's our short story. Yeah. <laughs> As you said, you left the military. I left the military, that's and correct. In the last episode, you talked about it. Yes. Why I did. you left and how it came that you left and all that stuff. Yeah. But could you tell us a little bit about it so the people that haven't listened on that podcast can mm. I'd the loop? Yeah, I'd say. Listen to your first episode because there was a lot of great things in that. Yeah. Lessons you might of course, take of course. away. Uh, but uh, yeah, to run through a bit from the first episode. I, uh, I joined the military, duh. And um, a couple of months in, I got a girlfriend. And ex. it lasted until, yeah, my ex. It lasted until New Year's Eve because she left me for uh, her ex. Yeah. And uh, she was cheating during my time in basic training. And that left me fucking devastated. And I cried for several, several hours throughout the 12 o'clock New Year's celebration in a dark toilet. <laughs> and my friends... That's so sad. That was sad. And my friends always told me t during that time to... Yeah, man, drink some alcohol, it might help. And um, we all know that alcohol is not uh, a good good uh, combination with sadness. 
exactly. No, it isn't. It, it amplifies everything. Yeah, it doesn't solve your problems. No, it just no, makes the I thought it would. problems go bigger. Yes, I th yeah, it amplifies it. I thought it would help, but it fucking didn't. <laughs> and yeah, after that celebration, I went back to the military. But, um, but um, my ex, she like removed me from Snapchat and then she like added me again and um, she sent me a picture of her and her uh, ex that they are together again. And I was like, what the fuck? So she did manipulation tactics and shit to make me feel like shit. Yeah. So I was crying heavily. And one of my friends in the military came to me and said, Shevko, why are you crying? Like, she was devastated to see me cry because I was all alone in uh, our our uh, like squad room and uh, I was like sitting at the floor near a uh, not the fireplace element what the fuck is it called yeah a place where it's warm in the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah never mind but I felt like shit and I decided to leave the military in an um quick fashion before I could even think rationally because I thought I could get her back to really fix it. I felt that it was my fault that it happened. Yeah, and that's common because when we are going through traumas, we always say that it's our own fault. That that's strange. Oh, when uh, your girlfriend dumped you, you thought that, oh, I must have done something to make her dump me. Yeah, exactly. Something's bad with me. Yeah. It's so easy to just take that blame on ourselves. 100%. We all do it. We all do it because we think rationally and say to ourselves that, oh, it's me. It's, it's me. me. Exactly. It's me. And we find... Bevis? Um, uh, evidence. We, yeah, we find evidence to it being ourselves. Yeah. You thought that, yeah, I'm in the military. So maybe she will come back to me if I leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> then we have all the time to be together. Yeah, exactly. We find all the evidence afterwards. Yeah, I tried to fix the relationship. I thought that the relationship could be saved. That it was my fault that I was abandoned, but... Um, yeah, it was shit, and I did, uh, didn't want to accept it and go on with my life. No. I remember when we met that night, mm. when I was on that date with your friend. Yeah. You told me that you had uh, left the military. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, why? Everyone was like that also. Yeah, I <laughs> thought you were stupid. And afterwards, now... Stupid. I always said, oh, if we had met each other just one or two weeks before mm. I was on that date, mm. maybe I could made you stay in the military. But that's not healthy to think because we didn't meet each other two weeks earlier. No. I can't think like that because it's happened. Ex exactly. So if we had a time machine and we went back 
to the trauma that really haunts haunted us at the time. We wouldn't have came this far in life. No. So you listening, really imagine if you went back in a time machine and really made the things that hurt you in the past undone. Would you, would you be where you are today or would it be completely different? Would it be good or would it be bad? And I can say for myself that if I went back and I made it all undone, meaning that I didn't get together with my ex from for the first in the first place and I didn't leave the military, then I wouldn't most likely have been a bit a bit ambitious enough there's the word ambitious enough to uh, create a an online country business to help you guys listening uh, but that's the thing in the situation you know it feels devastating and reflecting it might feel like shit fuck i should have done this differently yeah but, but the thing is we always later after the event mm. say to ourselves oh i could have done this and i could have done this, this i wouldn't bad, yeah. yeah i wouldn't have done that uh, or taken that decision but the thing is mm. you say it with the wish wisdom 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 or wisdom <laughs> yeah yeah i f- i believe you you listening you understand yeah you and the smart. knowledge yeah. that you are, have gotten through when you go through that trauma, mm. you you get a lot of knowledge and all that stuff. And later you say, oh, I could have done that. But the thing is, when you were that in situation. the trauma, yeah. you did what you could. With what you knew. Yeah, exactly. You can't say something like that. You can blame yourself. No, because when you were... In that place, yeah. you were in a different state, state of, of being mind. or my mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did what you could, and With that's what, what happened. Uh, that's what matter. Exactly, I love that. Yeah, I love so that. So if we write that down, <laughs> <laughs> if we fast fast forward. Yeah, fast forward. Snap spula. Yeah, yeah, a year from the day when you left the military. Mm-hmm. Can't you say a little bit about how you felt afterwards? After leaving? Yeah, a year later. Where were <sighs> you in life a year later? Yeah, I picked up a lot of random jobs, 9 to 5 jobs. Jobs that I didn't enjoy, but I had them to pay my uh, expenses. So, I was not satisfied with my life. I felt behind because... Everyone in my past, they, they, they had gotten their degrees by now at that time in university, etc. And there I was. I thought I would be a soldier by now. And um, so everything changed. I didn't know what to do with my life anymore. I felt behind, tremendously behind in life. I felt extremely sad. I, I felt reg- reg- regretful for not finishing and for being like weak for all every night that I cried. I felt weak that I was not a man and 
Where did those feelings come from? Was it from yourself or was it from others? Those feelings mainly come from uh, my um, my belief that came from others. They told me that I was not a man for leaving the military and that <laughs> yeah, they, they pushed me around really. And so I I I, wa- I I was very insecure at the time. So um, everything that pe- that people said, it got through to me. And it left me really sad. And I tried to really not show any emotions. Because I wanted to be seen as strong. A soldier. Yeah. The thing is that people said that you weren't a soldier. Yeah. And that but you bad. were done with the Yes, the education. basic training. Yeah. yeah. You were a soldier. But you weren't the medic. No. Yet, because you didn't complete it. No, but you sad. were a soldier, and you are a soldier today. Basic training is three months, and I completed it with amazing grades, and I continued for two, three months, or so six months, I believe. Five or six months. I don't really remember that, but nonetheless, I did complete my basic training, so I am officially a soldier. Yeah, be proud. Yeah, but I'm not Claim a f- fully-fledged medic. No, but, but claim I, it. Yes. You are a soldier. I am a soldier. No one can say no anything else. No one can take that else, away from Because me. you are a soldier. Yeah. A freaking soldier. And I'm so fucking proud of you. <laughs> for real. I am really, really proud of you for doing this. I believe that this, that decision you take when you left the military... Took. Took. <laughs> yeah. I had to. <laughs> the decision you take took when you left the military is really uh, mature mature because there are not a lot of people w- that would have taken it because no, most likely not they think that oh no of course I'm not I'm strong mm. I will do this but the thing is that mm. just taking that decision makes you really powerful because if you would have stayed in the military when you were very very sad and angry something bad could have really happened 100% and I'm proud of you thank you I love you love you too (laughs) Uh, so a lot of gold nuggets yeah and this journey you went through it made you end up here today exactly. building this business to help others but where did, did this thought of feeling sparkle where did it begin of wanting to build a business and help people yeah uh, it came from a young age I've always wanted to be of service in some way and my parents like uh, told me that when I was like five or something I told them that I wanted to be a policeman and I said I wanted to be a fireman etc etc a medic so I could help people save them and uh, that carried through in everyday life that I always was someone who genuinely wanted to do the, the, the extra to help someone even though it, it wasn't in my pay to do. 
but I still did it because I really wanted to help. And even uh, in my free time at home, etc., I help my family and friends with their everyday issues. They always had a shoulder to cry on and talk about deep stuff. So they knew who, who, to, who to talk to. So becoming a medic, that was really an, e- an easy choice because I wanted to be a, a part of something more, something greater than myself. And um, That's fantastic. Yeah. And the thing was that I didn't really think about building a business until after graduating uh, gymnasiet. Uh, what's that? College? I don't know. Yeah, let's say college. So my last year at college, I learned what entrepreneurship was. <laughs> and that might sound really strange, but we had a class in school. That they talked about entrepreneurship and um, they told me, the teachers told me that I am an entrepreneur. And I didn't even know what that word even meant. And it's Why did they call you an entrepreneur? Because they saw my ability to speak and make people engaged in what I said. Yeah, that's because you went to Stockholm? Stockholm, yeah. Here in Sweden? Yeah, we had this... uh, It was a project to create an innovation. And my innovation uh, got um, first place in uh, a big region. So that went to the capital of Sweden, to the finale, Swedish finale of youngest uh, like entrepreneurs like stuff like like that and they saw my ability to really sell what i did and uh, how i could create something from thought into a reality so they got really amazed by that and i didn't know i was an entrepreneur i always thought i was someone that was creative you know you always had a natural instinct entrepreneurial spirit yeah a natural entrepreneurial spirit and I wasn't even aware even though that might sound strange that I went to an entrepreneurship class (laughs) and I didn't even know what the word meant but yeah I was pretty lazy in school yeah and you were young young yeah I I was very depressed at the time also yeah but when you left the military Mm. it were where your story of entrepreneurship began Yes, it, for real. For real, that time because when I left, I said to myself, "All right, I will get my ex back and I will have start my business." Yeah. So the first day after, I wanted to start my business, but I only talked, talked big. Tell told everyone, but I never took the step to actually officially sign the papers. No. I was scared because taxes and stuff, and I want didn't want to become homeless so i only talk big and like try to drop shipping facebook ads uh, you name it i tried everything how did you come to the conclusion to build a online coaching business where, so where did that start that start like i said from young age i wanted to help people yeah and um, an online country business seemed the right place because I really like to talk a, a lot. And uh, people seem to like really be drawn to me 
to speak about deeper stuff. And I saw this thing online about online coaching. And I was like, what is this? So, like everyone usually does, I uh, researched quite a lot. Yeah. And the floodgates opened. Such amazing opportunities that you could actually guide individuals to a better life. And I was like instantly hooked. So I really researched a lot. But it wasn't easy. <laughs> no. No. You, you it's know. a long journey. and Long, long journey. You're going to be willing to do the work. Yes. You can't rely on others because you need to do the work. It's hard and it's going to take a lot of time. But are you willing? Then you make it happen. You make it happen. That's yeah. right. You're committing to something to make it happen. And exactly. that's very important because you can't rely on others. Not always. No. You have to do the work. Yeah. You, you have you, to do You could work. find people to guide you, but yeah. you need to put in the work and the reps because they can't build something for you. They can't force you to make something. Hmm. It's like the story where uh, there's a lot of spin-offs, but you can't take you can take a horse to a place where there is water, but you can't force the horse to drink the water. And the same applies to you listening. We can guide you to heal your wounds, your past trauma, so you can have a beautiful life, meaningful yeah. life, living your dream life. But if you're not willing to do the work, nothing will happen in your life. You will still continue to have the same experiences that you have always had in yeah. the past today. You have to be willing to make a change. Yeah. And the same was with my past to today. I wasn't willing to accept my past for a long time. And that fucked you up when yes, you started, it is. started it, your it business. Did. I thought that that time was everything for me. That, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy who has a girlfriend and I, I am a soldier, you know. I thought that if I accepted it, I was weak. That, man, I left the military. I had the narrative that I was weak if I accepted it. But today... What made me grow tremendously was that I accepted my past. That at that time, like you said, you said that we can't blame ourselves for making a certain decision because that situation, we had a certain amount of wisdom. Because today, we have more wisdom than then. And that's because we went through this. Yes, exactly. Of course you can say, I could have done that differently. No shit, Sherlock. You could. <laughs> you could. Yeah. <laughs> that applies to everything in your past. Yeah, even the <laughs> good things. Yeah, you can... Yeah, exactly. So, I had to accept that. So, I, to change the narrative. And that doesn't mean that you that you are weak. You are weak if you are not willing to accept it. And I had a hard time. Occasionally, even today, I have a hard time accepting certain stuff. Yeah, sometimes you can be very angry because... Oh man, I'm not a soldier and this and this. You are yeah, sometimes course. you will I'm feel human. This. Yeah. That's natural. That's our brain. Yeah. I have lived with those thoughts for a very long time. And 
it doesn't change overnight. Yeah, and they will not go away because... Forever, no. The, the thoughts will be there. Yeah, but, forever. But you have the choice. Yeah, to, to listen to them. Or? Or you can just not listen to them. Yeah, exactly. You can hear them, yeah. but don't... Take action on them. Exactly. Thoughts, good or bad, will come and go. Yeah. And if you're not allowing yourself to accept it, there's where the problem is. Because those thoughts will come again and again and again. And it will be worse. Because if you're not allowing yourself to accept it, your mind and your thoughts will always be the same. They will always be negative because you're not accepting it. Mm. You're focusing on those negative feel, uh, feelings and emotions that you have from this past and your traumas. Mm. But when you start to allow yourself to accepting that it was and it have been, then you can. There was the, there's the real start to healing. Exactly. So if you want to have a new life, you have to let go to make room for something better. If you still cling on on the past story, you will continually live in the past yeah. today. And over 90% of our days are filled with the same thoughts we had yesterday. Yeah. And how c- could you make a different life if you're still like having the same habits, thinking the same things? Always like ruminating like, oh man, the past, I'm shit, I'm that. How could you expect that you will be positive, have a much greater life? Man, it doesn't happen. No. What, what, would, ha- what would happen if you like change that narrative around? Like st- to start speaking more greatly about yourself, be yeah, more positive. It's like, it's like if those thoughts comes, mm. start to speak to them yeah and say to them, them. No, no i am not allowing you to have the power of my life you're mm. just a thought exactly i am not allowing you to say this to myself if your thoughts are saying to you that oh you are bad then you're going to say fuck you maybe not maybe not fuck you then you're reactive yeah, yeah. but like no i'm not allowing you to have the power of my life i am in control exactly not my thoughts you are in control of your internal life not the external exactly so um notice the thoughts see the thoughts as the monkey the monkey is everywhere the monkey is funny and be like shut the fuck up monkey yeah or someone you hate. It's up to you. Your shadow. <laughs> it's like when you are talking to yourself in out a, loud. Yeah, in a in bad a, way. Yeah, uh, I always say. In Bosnian. Bosnian, yeah. Maimun. yeah I always say, Chuti, Maimun. Chuti. What does that mean? Tell us. It means like, be quiet, monkey. Be quiet. Be, be quiet. quiet, exactly. Yeah. So that's amazing. So... If he can't recognize how he's speaking to himself, I am there to say to him, like, no, do not say that. Do not speak to yourself like that. Because if you're speaking to yourself in a bad way, Mm. then your life won't change. You will 
continue the same yeah. narrative, yeah. perpetuating the and same And the same narrative. are with your thoughts. Thoughts leads to feelings and feelings leads to action. Yeah, and action leads, leads to, to your life. Exactly, so it's just a circle of badness. Yeah, negative doesn't always lead to ne- good. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, what was your lessons from this? There was a lot of lessons. So, on top Do you have anything that you could say to our listeners that, that will ch- that will change their life? What uh, was the biggest les- lesson that you learned? Oh man, this? this is a hard question. Okay. So, on top of my mind, it's um <sighs> Let go of the old narrative that does not longer serve your life. Because if you perpetuate the same narrative that's false, don't expect your life to change in a good way. Your life won't shift. You will continue to be in the same place because you're still having the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same actions, the same people who push the same buttons which you will stay in a loop you in will a stay bad loop. it will feel like a limbo it will feel like you're behind in life it will feel like terrible. you're living the groundhog day. the groundhog day every single fucking day <laughs> until you make the change until you make the change but how exactly. the question is how? how how could they change what did you do to change what was this big juicy key and this lesson was that difficult made you during change. the time because you could say yeah change your narrative yeah yeah, but yeah how? true true how to do that <sighs> you who listens you have such a great opportunity because i can tell you but when i went through that i did not know this was a problem so i went through a lot through a lot of shit so what I can say to you is to build a habit of really being aware, meaning meditation. Honestly, yeah, and I, uh, I did that in school Journaling. Too. Journaling, yeah. yeah. Just I write would down. Say like, Just write. Write down the event. In Like it happened. Yeah, exactly. In like the present it happened. form. Yeah, not in a way you f- will believe that it happened or how you would change it just objectively like yeah. this happened so you can accepting not it. manipulating the exactly. truth continue so yeah meditating because it uh, like really makes your uh, mind flow and everything unfolds and uh, you can hear your heart beat loudly and you can hear your thoughts clearly so it makes you able to hear the narrative you have. Yeah. Makes you aware of how you have lived till now. But this revelation took me a long time to see. But yeah, meditation was a great teacher. Yeah, do you have any advice for starting to meditate? To med- meditate, yeah. Meditate. <laughs> when I began, honestly... I thought meditation was utter bullshit. And I had a hard time to really sit down for five minutes. 
My tips to you to really get started meditating is to start fucking small. Yeah. Like, honestly, one minute tops. If it's hard, one minute tops. Who doesn't have at least one minute to spare? Yeah. Like, sit down. Find a place where you could always meditate. And uh, have some headphones with, like, uh, meditation by neural sounds to really get your brain into a great state and then focus on your breathing like inhale through your nose deeply with your stomach and your chest so you can fill up everything hold that breath for, for at least three seconds yeah. and then let go fully 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 longer than you inhaled and repeat that until you feel that you almost fall asleep <laughs> I would say continue to do that repeatedly Repeat. for like 15 times at least because if you're just doing it for like two, you won't feel any effect. No, but if 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 you're thinking about people who, who don't really want to meditate, like that sounds like bullshit, you know. Start small. The next day they can continue to do more and more and more to build a habit. Yeah. If they begin big, then they won't continue. No. That was the thing with me in the beginning. And also there are a lot of guided meditations. Yeah. <gasps> I That's would say great to, tip. Yeah, I to, forgot. Guided meditations. To search That's on good. YouTube. Just like meditation. That's good. That's good. Yeah, guided meditation. 100%. 100%. Because it may, makes it's it good. a lot easier. 100%. When you <laughs> show me the the meditation, I was like, what the fuck? What meditation was? Yeah. yeah. And then you... Show me a meditation on a guided meditation on YouTube. Yeah. With uh, Wim Hof. Wim Hof, yeah. And I was like, wow, what the fuck? After like 10 minutes of doing that, mm. I felt like a new person, a new human, because <laughs> I have ADHD. And the thing is that I always before for felt like I was really, really stressed mm. and uh, all that stuff. But after doing this meditation with Wim Hof, I was like calm. And I thought that I could never be calm because I have ADHD. How could a person with ADHD be calm without taking any medications? Because I'm not going on medications. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. It's a Long story, so. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Wim Hof breath work. Yeah. Like I would put a link down below to it. Yes, to yes. the guided meditation. Yes. So your uh, lesson was to... Meditate. Yeah. Because it will make you aware of your situation. It may, will make you calmer. And my tip is to uh, journaling. Journal. Write down. Write down what comes to mind. Don't really make it perfect, like what structure, etc. Just write down your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, because when be we are putting it out yeah. and see it, we uh, can recognize yeah, that. Black and white, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad that I thought it was. Mm. And then you can start to accept it because if you're just holding it inside of your mind you will never allow yourself to accept it because you will just make it worse than it is. It's easy to make it worse than it is. So, meditating, journaling, and start to accept it. 
and then change your narrative. Exactly. Change your narrative, change your life. Yeah, it's like write down <laughs> write down the story and write then how you want to live. Write a vision. Exactly. Of your, your, life. your perfect day like it happens now. <laughs> yeah, start. Start. Yeah. Don't wait around for no, fuck's sake. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's sad if you just wait because your life will go go go. Yeah, continue. Continue. <laughs> it will not be but, a life you want. Yeah, and you you could pause your your life, but the life won't will continue. Yeah. Will continue even if you trying to just oh, just I take wait. it tomorrow. I start on Monday. Yeah. Life doesn't care about you really. No. It's up to you. Exactly. You could wait or you can do it today. Yeah. One day or day one. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Oh, wow. Thank you so so much for being on this episode. Thank you, Amanda. I'm so glad uh, that you wanted to be with me today. It was a pleasure. Yeah. And um, I will see you in the next one. Not see you, but Did you did you say that to me or to your listeners? To my listeners. <laughs> yeah. You listening. Thank you for listening this long. And uh, I hope you got something valuable. Yes. Yeah. So this podcasting a thing, it's 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 new to me. And, um, and to me. So really, it's hopefully you could uh, like stitch everything together if everything was like all over the place. But I don't yeah. think so. Do you have any feedback? Feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for now it's like not a lot. It's no. it's more like. And for your listeners, if you have any feedback, just wrote to us. Yeah, yeah. My my only feedback to you is to um, be more sad. <laughs> no. Oh. no, you were great. You were great. Oh, thank you. You were great, actually. You you were nervous, but that's that's okay. Yeah. That's human. Human behavior. That's yeah, human. and for real, I don't feel very well. I believe that I'm maybe getting a cold. Yeah, I feel like that. So this episode is like, I don't have a lot of energy, and I feel a little bit just under weather. Yeah, but I'm still showing up because still showing up. I'm a f- fucking warrior. Freaking warrior. Freak, freaking warrior. Yeah, and I'm still co- going to show up even if i don't feel like it or don't feel well 100%. unless i'm uh, dying then uh, she she will still show up yeah as dead <laughs> <laughs> all right so. all right all right i'm so glad to have done this and i'm i appreciate you thank you for being again. here with me and i hope that our listeners will see you soon yeah our listener will see us soon yeah they will see me in the next one but I hope that you are joining soon yes I will thank you thank you very much and we wish you a great day yes great life and what and what <laughs> exactly <laughs> bye bye <laughs> yeah I am Amanda Nielsen and this is the Inspired Reality podcast have a great day great life see you in the next one Yeah.